Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast where we talk about our favorite movies, TV shows and video games. As always, I'm your host Shravan. We have our co-host Taran here with us sitting in a very weird position over in Hobart. Yeah. Just avoid the avoid the cold apparently. In the sun. Just trying to get some vitamin D. Fair enough, fair enough. So we've We've got a special guest this week. We're talking about Shazam. And if you if you did tune into our Crimes of Grindelwald episode last year, we we asked this guest what his favorite superhero was, and it was Captain Marvel or Shazam. Not the the Marvel Captain Marvel, but Shazam. So we welcome Bhagava Cherukuri back on as a guest. So welcome. Thank you. Hey everyone. So big big episode. I was Almost going to miss this movie because I watched it at 9.30 last night <laughs> and we're recording early this morning. So um, I almost couldn't watch it, but I'm glad I did because it was, it was good. So we'll, we'll start with our usual background of the movie, background of the comics, and then we'll jump. What about the, uh, what about the Who Am I? Yes. Well, before we do that, yeah, we will do the Who Am I. Yeah. Thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for reminding yeah. me. Because I, I was before we started recording, I was saying that this was one that Tom definitely wouldn't get. It's Kang. Okay, well we'll see. But listen to the clues and see if it is Kang. So, who am I? I am a direct descendant of the the artist and magician Leonardo da Vinci, and I'm also related to Nostradamus, the noted alchemist Nicholas Flamel, and even Falconelli, as well as Lord Orion of Atlantis. So obviously, this person's related to a lot of people. I am the daughter of a magician. I was raised by my father in a small house in New York near the infamous Arkham Asylum. My mother seemingly died after my birth, but I eventually learned that my mother faked her death to return to her people of the mystical land in Homo Magi race. I became a successful stage illusionist before I discovered my true magical powers while investigating the disappearance of my father. On my quest, I asked the help of various heroes, including Hawkman and Hawkgirl, Green Lantern and Atom. Eventually, I located my father in the world of Karma, 
where I travelled alongside magical duplicates of the heroes I met on my journey, and was finally reunited with my father, who was forced to stay away away from me due to the evil sorceress Allura. For a while, I continued my career as a stage magician and assisted people in need with my powers. I assisted the Justice League on a number of cases before being elected to full membership. As I was recruited into the Justice League, I changed my regular stage outfit to my combat combat costume and also changed my allies from being a magician to a sorceress. Who am I? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I actually know who it is. It's Kang. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I actually think I know who it is, but I'll say it at the end. Okay. Yeah. Do you have an idea who it is? I think so. I think so. Um, but I could be horribly wrong, so <laughs> I will definitely wait till the end for the okay. announcement. And oh, bonus clue, I am 5 feet 7 inches tall and 127 pounds. That's a oh, fucking no, shit I, clue. I, I, who the <laughs> fuck would know that? <laughs> it's like, oh, now I got it. <laughs> now you got definitely it. got it. Wait, wait, yeah. Did you say 127 pounds? Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. I was thinking of someone else. (laughs) I know someone that's 128. (laughs) Okay. Comic book origins of Shazam, or he was originally known as Captain Marvel. So he was not originally a DC Comics character. So he originally was a character in Fawcett Comics. DC bought the rights of Captain Marvel from Fawcett Comics. So he's one of the oldest comic book characters. So since 1973, he was part of the DC Comics, and he was still called Captain Marvel at that stage. And then they, in the mid-70s, they changed it to Shazam due to basically some legal altercations with the Marvel company, so Marvel Comics. So since then, his uh, comics have been called Shazam, which is what the movie is called. Oh, shit, now I get it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> his first appearance as Captain Marvel was in 1940 in, in the comic Wiz, uh, Wiz Comics, issue number two. Okay. Did you have anything else to add in terms of the comic side of uh, comic side. Captain Marvel Shazam? No, I mean, that's pretty much it. The only thing I would add is that there was an incredible likeness um, between Shazam and Superman in the early comic book days, which also added to that legal issue. Yes. Um and, you know, it was a very popular comics back in the 1940s. I think it sold over 2 million publications per month. And, you know, it was just going crazy and everyone loved the idea of Shazam. And uh, that obviously added to the heated debate between whether it was a copy of Superman or whether it was his own entity. But, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of legal issues. And now we know this hero as Shazam. The thing is, his name actually isn't Shazam yep. as well. So yeah. we actually don't know what his name is. Okay, we'll jump into the movie. So I've got a bit of background about the movie itself. It's directed by David F. Sandberg, and he actually has a horror background. So he directed Lights Out and the second Annabelle, Annabelle Creation. And this is a bit of a trend happening in DC movies because Aquaman was directed by James Wan, who's also known as a, a horror movie director. Mm. Zack Snyder as well, I guess. His first movie was um, Daughter of... Something of the Dead? Dawn of the Dead? Dawn of the Dead, I think. Dawn, yeah. 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 Something dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think in this movie, you do see a bit of his horror movie style in a, in a couple of the scenes. Yeah. Um, I, I would say this is probably not a movie for young kids because there are some scenes that would probably frighten them. I would, yeah, I would say so. I mean, there were a lot of young kids in the movie that I, I was in the same screening that I was in. What did they think of the part right at the end with uh, Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get to that bit when we get to this. You're going to love it. 
where were we? We were talking about David F. Sandberg before you sidetracked us with Santa Claus. <laughs> other other people involved in this movie, Peter Safran, who's also produced the Conjuring movies. So he he produced this movie and he's not credited in on IMDb, but apparently Dwayne Johnson was a producer on this movie. Yeah. Oh really? Well yeah. if Yeah. He, if you know <laughs> he's, he's been be cast in- as Black Adam yeah. for a, a movie that's there's no movie. He's just cast as Black Adam. <laughs> yeah, so. He's been cast as Black Adam before anyone was cast as Shazam. Yeah. Before Zachary Levi was cast yeah. as Shazam. There is a part there is a part in this movie where you kind of see someone who looks like him. Oh, oh okay. I'll go into yeah. it when we talk about it. Yeah. yeah, when we talk spoilers. It's starring Zachary Levi as Shazam or Captain Marvel whatever you want to call him. Uh, it's got Mark Strong. It's got uh, Asher Angel, who's, who's the younger... Billy the Batson. Billy Batson. Billy Batson. Mm. Uh, it's got Jack Dylan Grazer, who we previously saw the it in... dude. He was... It, yeah. yeah. So he was the guy that was obsessed with... Germs. Germs? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a germaphobe. Yeah. Yes. And uh, it's got our favourite comic book actor, Digimon Honso. He's in, he's in way too many comic book movies. <laughs> yeah. Stick to a role, mate. <laughs> but he was actually in it more than I thought he would be in this. I thought he'd only be in one scene, but he's in two scenes. <laughs> he had double the screen time that you thought he would have. You thought it would be two minutes, but it ended up being four. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a whole cast of other kids um, in the movie as well. But we'll get into that when we talk about the story. So as usual, I'll ask our guest to explain the story. Spoiler free. Spoiler free. Spoiler yeah. free. If you do spoilers, then Shravan has a gun underneath the table. He just shoots you in the head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll never see you again. <laughs> All right. Okay, yeah, well, we'll start off with... So, Billy Batson is a young kid. You know, he's he's been in a lot of foster homes from what we've seen. And at some point, through some circumstances, he ends up meeting a wizard who grants him the powers um, of uh, what he knows as Shazam, which is a, a champion of sorts. And, you know, this is obviously a kid who's suddenly been given a lot of these powers and a lot of these abilities, and he's got no idea... Uh, what to do with them or um, how to sort of channel that energy. And he's he's got a friend. Freddie. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. That's yeah. Right. yeah. So he's his, his foster friend, Freddie Freeman, um, obviously obsessed with superheroes, uh, sort of helps him out. And that's what we see throughout the trailers and the story. And we see him sort of, I guess, become Shazam. But it's done in a very realistic way in a sense that, you know, this is a child suddenly given all these abilities. You know, how is he going to deal with that? And we see that throughout the trailers. He's sort of figuring out what powers he has, what he doesn't have. But then he's thrust into this, um, like, you know, really realistic scenario of, you know, someone who's looking for world domination or more power. And, you know, how does he fight that evil off? And, yeah, I mean, it's just a great, I would say it's a bit of a coming of age story, really. Um, yeah. Someone who's finding his way home and, and is mixed up in, in, in all this, I guess you could say, in this in this plot. And without spoiling too much, um, obviously Mark Strong being the villain, um, you get to see the, the dynamics between someone who's obviously very... Um, he's got an idea, he's got a plot in his mind, and a, a child has effectively been given all these abilities. And the underlying plot line is really about family yeah. more than anything else. So yeah, it's and, like uh, Fast and well, Furious in a way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Specifically it's specifically <laughs> Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the third movie or? Because uh, that is Fast and Furious, yeah. The the fifth movie. The fifth movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like the it's like the end of every Fast and Furious movie. You know, you know when they all catch up and they have dinner. Yeah, like they all. Yep, it's and like that, that. it's always yeah. a barbecue, yeah. and then they always get Coronas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, 
Exactly that happens. Exactly that. Movie. Spoilers. <laughs> the 12 year old oh. kids are drinking Coronas. <laughs> it's a bad foster home. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about all the underlying themes and stuff more in spoilers, but yeah. um, we'll jump into what our thoughts on the movie were. Mm. So, my question to both of you is Did DC find their lightning in a bottle with this movie? By lightning, and that was a really yeah. like, <laughs> that was a really yeah. Good. I hated that question. I hated the way you worded it. I hated everything about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have one like this for every movie now, because you know, for Captain Marvel, how I had was it marvelous? Yeah. <laughs> um, I hate, I hated everything about that, and I refused to answer the question. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. <laughs> Kicking uh, off the host now. Yeah. Uh. Um. Did they find their lightning? Yeah, look, I, I, firstly, yes, I think so. It's obviously a very different theme to the previous DC yeah. movies. Um, the other ones um, having a bit more of a darker, more serious theme. This one's a bit more lighthearted. There are some serious moments in it, obviously, um, and it does tread the line with comedy and then serious, and it does that very quickly at points. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think so, and I think an attribute to that is the way that Shazam is as a character. You know, he's even in the comic books and in previous um, tellings, he's always been... Um, slightly more lighthearted than some of the other DC characters. But yeah, I mean, I would say that, uh, with this, that they sort of found a story that they can tell in a way that's, that's captivating and the way that they've portrayed it is effective, I would say. What, what were your thoughts overall? I was just thinking about it then and contentious opinion. I think it's the best DC cinematic universe movie. It's definitely my favorite, I think. I think it's the best one too. Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah. I'd be the same with that. Yeah. yeah. I know people love um, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. I think Wonder Woman would be the only one that people would say, oh, that's better. But I think this is a whole lot better than that. I think tonally it's definitely a departure from the previous movies because this is the movie that didn't have any uh, contribution from Zack Snyder. Mm. All the other ones did in some way. Except because Aquaman. Aquaman. Oh, well, nah, he cast, well, Aquaman was- He cast Jason yeah, Momoa. He, he cast Jason Momoa. He features in Batman vs Superman and Justice League. It features in Batman v Superman. You mean that scene when he's underwater, <laughs> just floating? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that really awkward scene where they focus on his face for two minutes. Yeah, while he floats in water. Uh, but this is the only one that he had no sort of contribution to. And you can tell that it's very, very different to his It's nice style, and colourful. Like, you see colours, which is good. Because, yeah, the point of having eyes is to see colours. Which I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is very colourful. Like, just going by his suit itself, it's very, you know, colourful, mm. bright. I remember when the picture first came out for the suit and we talked about it, you didn't like it. I thought it was pretty no, good. No, I didn't. Yeah. What did you think watching but, it in the movie? Uh, in the movie, I it, it fit in in the movie. Obviously, when you see it on a set or when you see any person dressed in a superhero mo- like superhero costume on a set it just looks a bit weird but when you actually see it in a movie it looks fine yeah because so they touch it the up with CGI yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah my concern back then was that Zachary uh, Levi wasn't a big guy he's he is not a big like guy though. have you seen he, he is yeah. like he, I mean he's much bigger than any of us but he looked like his face looked disproportionate to his body. I think the suit That's what was I thought. Maybe padded a little bit, but not padded yeah, yeah. that much. He he worked yeah. out. It wasn't obvious. Yeah. 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 
it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Like yeah. uh, in hindsight, Ben Affleck in Justice League was probably much worse. No, he was just bloated and fat in Justice yeah. League. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, just just touching on that as well. I think the reason we found this, uh, the reason I enjoyed it personally was also because the fact that Justice League. The, the culmination of all the characters in one movie sort of came before their prequel stories. Yeah. Um, so you sort of had a glimpse of what they were before the movie came out. We never had that with Shazam, which I think was, it just shows that having the prequel before. Before the team up. Yeah, before yeah. the team up. Um, it makes sense. It, it changes the, the dynamic just slightly. Yeah. Um, and this is, this is related. This is in the same universe as the other movies. Mm. So it's made evident in some of the, the, some of the scenes that it is the same universe. Yeah. But. It's not forced upon you like some of the other movies before this, mm. like the email scene in Batman vs Superman, or the yeah. <laughs> just just random stuff like that. Like it's done much more subtly, and it's it's a little bit more clever in the way they say that it's in the same universe. Yeah, more through Easter eggs than than uh, uh, yeah, than just, a, a typical plot point in a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're talking positives at the moment. So, any any other positives that you guys had? Oh, I was just going to say the, the acting was incredible. Um, That's where I was going as well. Yeah. 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 Like the, the casting was brilliant. Acting was incredible. I liked um, all the uh, all the foster kids. They were all good. Yeah, yeah they were all yeah. good. There was a very, it's like a dynamic, like the moment they're introduced as foster kids, you could just tell that like you believe that they are foster kids. Um, you believe that they've got a sort of relationship, but they are sort of individual in their own way. Um, and it was done brilliantly. And the foster mom and dad were good as well. Yeah. I think, well, all the cast was pretty good. I like Mark Strong as well. As, yeah. as the villain. You could kind of understand where it was coming from as well, in a way. Obviously, his intentions weren't the best, but <laughs> his motivations, you could sort of see where he was going from, which was good. I got one actor that was not good. The kid that played Mark Strong younger, he was shit. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> he was so bad. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he wasn't in it that much. I he guess. was in it yeah. too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I actually missed the first um, the first scene, so I kind of only started watching it from the part he meets the wizard. Oh, so you missed out on most of the Mark Strong younger kid, which is <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> That's very tactical. Yeah, because uh, I actually missed the sub. I was going to ask if they had, you know, how DC has their own sort of Marvel fanfare thing no, where they show. No, the, I didn't have that. that. No, didn't I didn't. Have yeah, that. so they didn't have it for Aquaman either, did they? Maybe they're just going to scrap that. Because that was the thing. I think they were going to use it as their shared universe. I think it's because they don't have enough footage yet, right? Like, yeah, that whole logo thing. Well, in Wonder Woman, they had like a just a fully CGI thing yeah. with all the characters. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think they're moving away from the shared universe anyway, so they're not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about the cast. I was just going to mention the, the little Asian kid who's into gaming. Eugene. Yeah, he... he is a uh, member of the cast in Fresh Off the Boat, the TV show. Mm. Um, so that's where I've seen him from. And he pretty much plays the same character in this. Like, he's like a smart little Asian kid. <laughs> Maybe that's just him so, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was good. And I thought the little girl was really good, too. I thought the little girl was good as well. She was, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was one of the best, yeah. There was the bigger bloke who didn't get much he of a He didn't get character. much of a role, yeah. You just find out that he gets an F in one of his yeah. <laughs> tests. He's, he's a dumb shit, that's all. <laughs> he's a dumb shit that gets books out of the trash for some reason. He's like, oh, what's that in the trash? Let's get that out. <laughs> Otherwise, what else? The, the CGI was pretty good. I think it, it held up pretty well. Yeah. It was a bit wonky at, po- at points. 
but it kind of fit in with the universe. Overall, the tone was really good. So they they really went. It reminded me a bit of um, Big Guardians. <laughs> oh, Big! Yeah, obviously it, <laughs> with Tom Hanks. It, it, it had it actually has a direct reference. Yeah, to with that the movie. keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll we'll talk about it. Well, it's not, it's not a spoiler. It's just a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If we got to the spoiler section, it would have just been so it was a keyword. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, it has a reference. It has reference to a lot of other movies as it well does, yeah. uh, from like the eighties, um, <clears throat> in terms of the style of uh, the, the tone of the movies. Yeah, uh, but it reminded me of Guardians because of just the way you'd even in the big action sequences you'd get laughs. Yeah, like I got that in Guardians, where like you'd expect going by the superhero genre like certain things happen and that's what always happens in a superhero movie yeah. but then they make fun of it and they did they did that in this movie as well like there's a scene at the end where um i mean we'll we'll talk about it in more in detail but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but th- th- there's a scene in every movie where the the villain and the the superhero talk to each other but they they seem to be like really really far away but they can still hear each other for some reason yeah. but they make fun of that in this movie which i thought was really funny so it's overall, like I, I really like that. I, I liked how they went the the comedy route rather than the yeah. really serious route. Any other positives before we jump into our negatives? Dujimon Honso was good. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. He was good. Yeah, I always like his yeah. accent. It's good. It's a nice accent. Yeah. Where's he actually from? South Africa. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. yeah, somewhere in Africa. Surprising, he wasn't in Black Panther. Like he's in like. Every other comic book movie. He's in all the comic book movies that came out this year. He is, yeah. Well, there's only been two. But, but yeah, look, he was in all of them. <laughs> yeah. And he might be in Endgame. Yeah, never look, know. he might be yeah. three from yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> I think the music score, it, it, it wasn't something that popped out, but it, it fit in really well, I thought. Yeah. Like, there were moments. There were a few moments where I thought... Um, it has some nice it songs. Was, it was a bit in your face. Yeah, it does. It does. And it was it was done... In, in a very subtle way so that it doesn't distract your attention away from the scene, but it just adds on to it. I think there were some moments in Guardians 2, especially where the music sort of overtook the scene. And I was sort of worried that that might be happen- happening here as well, but yeah. they did well with that. No, they did well. It wasn't a Suicide Squad where they just put music <laughs> for the sake of putting in popular music. Yeah. It was pretty good music. I liked it. They're all good choices. And it wasn't like every scene had to have music behind it. It was just like the odd scene here and there. We'll jump into negatives. So my main negative from this movie... Is the Mark Strong, Mark Strong Young character. <laughs> now that you guys mentioned it, yeah, that's probably one of them. <laughs> I think a couple of the plot threads weren't that strong. I can't really explain it without going into um, spoilers, but basically Billy's looking for his mother and the reason his mother leaves him was a bit... It wasn't that strong of a motivation for me. It's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> now that I think about it, we'll go I'll through it in spoilers. In the <laughs> I think I wasn't the only one that laughed a bit in the theater. Now I feel like a like a dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the other thing was Billy Batson, the the kid Billy Batson. He seems to be a pretty serious guy in in like when he's a kid, but when he becomes Shazam, he's a goofball and he's making all these jokes. So there's a bit of a contrast there, which I. Didn't see. Yeah, they felt they felt kind of like two different characters at times. I think as the movie went along more, they felt like the same character. But at the start, it felt wonky. Just on that, I remember some, reading something the other day, and someone was saying that 
they felt that might have been both a positive and a negative. The positive being that he felt Shazam as the character as an adult would be what Billy Batson was like if he had a, an actual childhood. But again, I, I don't think I saw it that way. I'm, I'm like you as well. I, I see that. Like, I wasn't able to contrast those two. Maybe when he gets the confidence of being Shazam that he kind of becomes a bit more out there. Whereas when he's a kid, he's like a bit more reserved. And the stuff he does as when he becomes Shazam as well. Like, he does a couple of things which I thought he wouldn't do yeah. as Billy Batson. Because the whole thing with Billy Batson was he wanted to find out where his mother was. He wanted to find what he thought was his true family. Yeah. Um, that was his real motivation in the whole movie. But he does, once he gets his superpowers, he just does some random stuff um, in between for money and like he, he becomes like a party clown basically. Yeah. Which I didn't think, it didn't really suit what his character was like. But still, it, I still kind of bought it because I think Zachary Levi's performance was so good that you kind of you kind of just like you kind of just go yeah. go with it. It's not like yeah. don't yeah. think about it too much. Any clear negatives that you had? Yep, Mark Strong, younger person. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that kid was a <laughs> oh, God. the dad was a great either. To be honest, I, I hate the yeah. family. He's yeah, just, the whole family was a bit was weird, dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> so my 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 one negative was I I felt like. So Shazam has a lot of abilities as as a, as a superhero. Um, I feel like they only really touched on two or three main ones, like mm. his power, speed, um, obviously the lightning and stuff. But he's he's got a lot of like Shazam as a character's got a lot of wisdom. Yes, like a lot of um, and that's like which letter was the was it Sol- Solomon Solomon's wisdom, wisdom of Solomon. Solomon. Yeah. yeah, and um, and it's crazy because like he, um, the 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 powers that he gets, like you know, he's able to understand all the languages of the world. He can speak to aliens. He he possesses an uncanny awareness that allows him to turn disadvantages in a situation to an advantage. But I felt like I understand what they were doing with the movie. Yeah. But it would have been good to see like like some touch of his other abilities that were a little more subtle. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah, because I was I, when I first saw the movie, I thought, okay, like you know, he's looking for his mother. Uh, when he gets the the powers that he has, that would help him. <clears> but he doesn't really use yeah. that, which which can be good in a way. Like he uses his own mortal, I guess, abilities to, yeah. to do what he does. But that's the only negative I had. I feel like they didn't touch On the enough. wisdom part, especially, yeah, because yeah, it really just feels like a guy with super strength, lightning, all that, but his mind is still a kid. Like, yeah, he still exactly. thinks like a kid. Yeah. Um, and even the courage. I'm pretty sure he's, the, the second last A in his name is for Achilles, which is the courage, courage. of Achilles. Yeah. And he, he, there were times where, obviously... Maybe they were trying to say that he he's still in the process of discovering. Yeah. Because towards the end of the movie, he does kind of get the courage. He does, yeah. Maybe in the next movie, he gets the wisdom. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> he said that that was my main negative. Did you have anything in particular, apart from Mark's, the young Mark Strong? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, nah, nothing else. I actually really enjoyed it. I, I didn't have much in terms of negative. I didn't mind that they didn't explore all these powers because, you know, they could do it in sequels everything was pretty good it's it's a breezy movie and it's fun to watch so yeah um, all of us the positives definitely outweigh yeah i think so, it's yeah. um it's definitely probably the best movie i've seen so far this year yeah it's my favorite movie this year as well yeah yeah, yeah. and i think i was talking to describing about this before but i was saying that it might even be better than some marvel movies yeah yeah um, yeah and that's rare for a dc movie yeah um, and it's good to see i think it's definitely better than captain marvel yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It's better than Captain Marvel. Well, it's my favorite DC movie. It's yep. definitely. I think it will be up there for everyone in terms of DC movies. Yeah. All right, we'll give our ratings. All right. As usual, we'll do our um, Infinity Stone rating. So we'll run through the stones. So we'll start with Soul. 
which I think this movie definitely yeah, has. It does. It's got a lot yeah. of family. Yeah, definitely. Coronas. <laughs> yeah. I almost teared up in the in the movie a bit. Just a little insight into how my mind works, but yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry, what did you say? Oh, I, I almost teared up in this oh, movie a bit. Oh, you pussy. Okay. Hey, that kid failed his test. <laughs> <laughs> you could relate to it. <laughs> I know what you feel like, man. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, definitely soul. All right, so it's got the soul power. It's got some good action. It's got some good action, yeah. It's got some good... Do you know what was good in this movie? When he hit someone, the sound it made when he hit them was really good sound. Did you guys realize that? Very specific. I, I, can't I didn't really notice that. that yeah. Like sometimes when, you watch, <laughs> sometimes when you watch a movie, the hits don't make like an impact. Like it feels like it's just like two stuffed toys fighting each other. I, I didn't notice it as much, but it might be this the sound system that the cinema I was in as well. Um, it didn't have as much bass, but mm. yeah. Yeah, definitely some good some good action scenes. Yeah. And even the um the slightly more I would say graphic scenes, they were done really well as well. <laughs> yeah, they they weren't afraid to go down that path and, and make it um like and make sure that it wasn't just a PG rated because yeah. it's not obviously but Yeah. Um, they they could have very easily have like had those scenes cut out and made it a movie just for kids. Just for kids, yeah, yeah which yeah. they did, which I'm happy about. Yeah. And that's the the scenes I was alluding to in terms of the director's sensibilities. It's probably not a kids movie, I would say. Although some parts of it are like a kid's movie. Yeah, I think maybe over 10 years old. Yeah, they could yeah. easily handle this. I think maybe below that they might get a bit freaked out by yeah. some of the scenes. Yeah. Okay, so it's got the power, it's got the soul. Does it have time? I don't think it does. No, it does. It starts in the 80s and then it moves to current time. It's it's got yeah. it's got it's two as different much as we'd times like to zones. Forget. <laughs> it, it does. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's got young Mark Strong. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. So it's got time. Does it have space? No, it doesn't. Okay, so it misses out on space. No spoilers there. You, if you're expecting Shazam to go in space in his very first movie, you might be a oh. bit disappointed. No, it doesn't count. I know what you're thinking about. It's just yeah, high. Yeah. It's in the atmosphere. It's. He doesn't. He doesn't break the. He doesn't break Earth's atmosphere. What about the scenes where they're opening the doors? I don't uh, know spoilers, but we don't know where they are. They. It's technically not space. It could be another dimension, or yes, yeah. yeah, it could be interdimensional. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll give a Shane Watson DRS for that. One. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else do we have left? We've done four of them. Reality. Reality. Yeah. So is it? Um, does it have an element of realism? Does it make you feel like it's a real world? I think so. The Foster family part really does, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, yeah. I would say it's probably, out of all the heroes, probably one of the more realer yeah. movies done, just because of the way that... And I think you can relate to him because of yeah, the whole family it. aspect. That's yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, it gets, a rea- it gets a reality stone. Yeah. So, does it make you think a bit? Mm, probably half. <laughs> it's not the most smart movie. <laughs> It's not yeah. the most thought-provoking. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. yeah. The plot is pretty basic. Most people will be able to follow it. And it also doesn't have links to any of the previous movies either. You can really just watch it as a standalone, so... I would say half. Yeah. Okay. Although, I would argue that... Someone asked me this question as well. They were saying that um, when you were a kid, if you had those powers, would you do any different? Because we were just sort of talking about the way that Shazam acts throughout the movie. And yeah. I, I remember thinking about that, and I remember thinking about, like, you know, the way that this movie does it made me think about if I would have been the same. So I, I would be half and half yeah. on it. Um, it's not a movie that's intendedly thought-provoking, if that makes sense. No, no. Um, but, I mean, if you're like me, then you you, you might 
think about what you'd do different. But yeah, I, I'd be happy with saying that it doesn't have the Mind Stone. Yeah. I would say it has half. Half? half. Okay. All right. So it's yep. got half of a Mind Stone. Full soul, full... Reality. Full, full reality. Full time. Full time. And no space. Yeah, no space. So that's... Uh, Five out of six. Half. Five and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half Four and a half. Yeah. yeah. Four and a half out of six. Cool, you didn't fail the math. <laughs> <laughs> you were that I'm kid. I'm Pedro. <laughs> Is this name Pedro or did I make that up? No, I'm pretty sure his Hector. name's Pedro. Am I just being racist? <laughs> <laughs> nah, his, his last name is Pascal. No, Pena. No, he, the actor's name is Pedro Pena. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. The actor's name is... No, no. Well, hang on. The, the, the Sorry, the character's name is Pedro Pena. Oh, okay, so I was right. The actor's <laughs> name is... Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, okay. yeah. Right. Cool. <laughs> we are on point today. <laughs> so, four, yeah. four and a half out of six. So, that's a pretty good rating. Overall, we obviously really enjoyed it and we do recommend it. Okay, so we'll jump into spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie and you care about spoilers, please come back to this point in the episode and we'll be talking spoilers. Okay, so we'll start with the... Which is now the very infamous start to the movie with the young Mark Strong. The Mark Strong. Savannah family. They're all a bunch of shit. Yeah, they're all a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the acting makes it worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, it's it's more about family... Because it's kind of a contrast between how Mark Strong views his family and how Billy Batson views his family. Yeah. So Mark Strong obviously doesn't he kills care his, about family. his family at all. Yeah, he kills his he family. He chucks his brother out um, a window. Yeah, I wasn't actually was expecting funny. that. That was like, because up, up till that point in the movie, it was pretty PG. It was pretty tame. And then he chucks his brother yeah. out a window. <laughs> Wait, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> no, it was funny because his dad was thrown out of the glass window in the car and he throws his brother out the window in the back. <laughs> so I found a bit of imagery there, which is pretty funny. Yeah. I thought the father would have actually died. but Yeah, the, father's, the father yeah. looked fine afterwards. <laughs> no yeah. scars on the face or anything. Start, he was like bleeding out of his chest and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so he somehow survived that. <laughs> so before the... The car crash happens, and before he goes to meet the wizard, is there some conversation that they had? And they oh, just they're, hate he, they're all just being little shits. <laughs> so basically, he's, he's like playing with his thing, like that at the April. Oh, yeah. And his father's like, I told you, no toys at grandpa's house. Oh, okay. Um, and then I think the kid's like, it's not a toy or whatever. And then his brother steals no, it. No, the, the kid's uh, like, but it's Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah <but> it's Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I've just tuned the entire thing out of my mind. Um, yeah, and then like his, his his brother steals it, does some shit. His father laughs at his brother's joke and makes him feel even worse. And yeah, and then um, he, so he's looking at he's looking at the eight ball. And, yeah, like all these symbols start popping up. Oh, uh, yeah, um, yeah. And then he looks up and he's like his, and his brother in, and his dad are not there. And then he's in that that wizard yeah. realm. <clears throat> yep, yeah. He like opens the door and then he's in the wizard's realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and he spends his whole life studying the the symbols or the sequence of symbols to get into that yeah my question was you know the the ball before it goes into the present day you see a bit of lightning around it is there an explanation for that i think it's the uh the uh the seven deadly sins yeah trying to communicate with him comes up ah it comes up with the thing that says come find us Ah, so it's referring to the the, the Seven Deadly Sins. Okay, yeah. Yeah. My favourite one is Envy, who comes out at the end. Envy, that envious (laughs) bastard. (laughs) (laughs) He's not very smart. And then we come to present-day Philadelphia, and we basically meet... Yeah, we we meet Billy. (laughs) (laughs) I I think Taron knows what I'm referring to. (laughs) 
Is it a basketball reference? No, it's no, How I Met Your from Mother. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We meet the young Billy Batson. He's trying to find his mother. There's probably better ways he could go about doing it other than like locking up policemen and looking. In Maybe there. he's exhausted all the options. <laughs> Look, he, he looked at he looked after seventy four different women. So this is his last option. <laughs> he has to lock up police. It's funny. It's funny how he goes to the house and he's like, "I think I'm your son." <laughs> it's just a black that lady. <laughs> Like Barney, it's like mama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that was really funny. But it, the, the scene shows how smart he is. Yeah. Um, like how street smart this kid is. Yeah. Um, and it also shows that he's still a kid, you know, when he's like, oh, some kid stole my walkie-talkie. See, in that, in that scene, he's pretty fun. He gets a bit more serious afterwards, but he's funny in that he scene. Does. Yeah. Laid back. I think when, he, when, he, when he's with himself, he's in his own element. He's like as happy as he can be, I suppose. Cause that's yeah. What he knows. But when he's around, I guess... People he doesn't want to live with. Yeah. He's probably a bit more serious. Yeah. He's a bit of a downer. So then he basically goes to that foster home and he meets his new family. Yeah. Who he doesn't particularly want to live with. But that, that's when we meet the little girl who's mm. very happy to have another older brother. Yeah. She's a bit clingy though. Come on, lay off. <laughs> <laughs> and we meet, uh, we meet all of them in sequence. So we meet, uh, I think her name is Mary, who's looking to get into Caltech. Yeah, Mary Eugene. Oh, uh, Diane? Darla. What is it? It's Darla. Fuck. That's close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we meet her and then we meet so we meet all of them. And then Pedro. So the last one we meet. We meet Pedro who's who doesn't really say much throughout the whole movie. He says something funny at the end though. What did he say at the He's end? He's like, um Beatty's ass. <laughs> yeah. Beatty's ass Billy. Are coming out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then we meet Freddy, who uh, shares the room with with Billy, and he's obviously really into superheroes. And then they obviously all go to the same school as well, I think. So we we see them at school, and basically all this is in, sort of in the trailer, how the, yeah. um, Freddy gets bullied, and then Billy... He, firstly, he wasn't going to help him, but then he does help him when he hears about his... I think they say something about his mother, yeah. not having a mother or something, and then he gets triggered, and... And hits them, um, and then they run away, and he gets recruited by the wizard. But before that, what happens is we rejoin Mark Strong's character, mm. and he's basically been researching how, like, how many people have actually met this wizard, and it looks like there's thousands of them by the yeah, sounds of it's it. It's very interesting yeah. take they took um, for this part. I thought um, it's obviously not just the wizard finding Billy on the first go. You know, yeah. he's, he's struggling for ages and ages. For years, obviously, because Mark Strong's what, like forty years old, yeah, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I think when when um when the wizard was like, find me the find me the champion, no matter how long it takes. Yeah, years later, he's like, obviously those. <laughs> I don't think he those light those long. light things slacked off for a couple of years. They're like, oh fuck, we've got we've got as long as it takes. Let's just take a couple of years off. It's like when you have an assignment due like two months from now and you don't do it until like the last day. <laughs> Let's just chill for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it just shows how many people. I think it, what it showed was that there really wasn't anyone that was pure of heart. Did you guys? Did you guys get this part? Well, because Billy's the first person that he sees after the demons are gone. So technically, Billy wasn't pure of heart either because he couldn't test him. No, nah. it was just his no, last he was, option. He pretty much had no choice. He had no choice. Like, yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll just get you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's interesting because um, 
And I think that was a bit of a talking point. It was Billy never really had a chance to prove that he was all good. But then at the end of the movie, he does because yeah. they try and manipulate him and you find out that he's actually pure of heart then. But I think- if- Oh, I, I, yeah, I think it was just joking though. Like, I don't think that was an actual test, was it? No, but they they try and they try and manipulate him. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But mm. you could argue at that point he already has the powers, and I'm pretty sure one of his powers, I think, I don't know, is it Solomon or maybe Achilles or something? But it's he, he he can't be corrupted. So it's interesting. Yeah. How you'd how you'd understand like how you'd um comprehend that? Situation. Yeah. Well, he's meant to be like very trustworthy of people. Yeah, apparently. So, in there, there is a arc in the comic books where Lex Luthor basically manipulates him to fight Superman. Yeah, in the comics, he's stupid. <laughs> he's like really dumb, but like he's got the he's got the knowledge of Solomon. So he's like he's smart in terms of like book smart, but in terms of like straight smart, he's stupid. <laughs> okay, so we we meet what's his name, Doctor Savannah. Savannah. And he, pretty much in one scene, he discovers, in the scene that we meet the older Mark Strong, he, he's, I think they're interviewing a person that has had, uh, that has just met the, the, uh, the interaction with the, the wizard. There's a video evidence of it and he yeah. sees the alarm clock changing in the symbols and he figures out the, the code and he ends up um, meeting the wizard and getting the powers all in, that's all in one scene as, as far as I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny when the, his assistant like touches the door and just dies. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, and he's just like, funny, I funny story. <laughs> I read this. I read this earlier today. Apparently, the assistant is the director's wife. <laughs> Legit. He gave us such an awesome role. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so why does she? Why does she marry to the director? Probably money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd question it after this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Now, why does she disintegrate? Is it because she doesn't believe? Because she says that and then she touches the door and she just dies. I can't Look, I didn't actually know. <laughs> Is it because she didn't touch the doorknob? She touched the door. It's like you have to touch the doorknob. You can't touch the door. <laughs> those are the rules. Yeah, um, it's obviously not explained too much. I, I don't know. I, I think from it sort of felt as though there was like a rush of energy that sort of surged. Yeah. Um, something like that. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. She did. Yeah. They got a divorce. Was it why. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. They probably did get a divorce. <laughs> That's the director's way of saying that that they're done. <laughs> yeah, so like he ends up coming like so yeah, he obviously walks to the door. You get a glimpse of Mr. Mind. Yes, you do. Yeah. yeah. Who I didn't know I didn't know who that was until I looked it up afterwards. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like he goes, he's the wizard, the wizard's like, I remember you. Uh and this guy's like, Give me the power. Pretty much. Maybe the money. <laughs> and he just takes it. Yeah, he just yeah. takes it, yeah. And it's funny because the wizard doesn't really do anything to stop him. Yeah, I know, yeah. He's tired, But he guys. does something afterwards. He just finished shooting Captain Marvel. He did guy in the but galaxy he does the year he does before. something right after that. Like, the moment he does get the power, he, he, he tries he, to stop he him. He tries to stop him, yeah. Because he's just regular Mark Strong yeah. before that. So yeah. he could have easily just done something, but yeah. he just lets him... But he wanted to challenge himself. He's like, I, I can beat this guy. Yeah. No, he just wanted to, he wanted to convince Human. him with words. He's like a hostage <laughs> negotiator. He wants to use his words. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. I'm the champion now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so he gets the power, knocks. It's funny, he doesn't take the stuff, though. He doesn't. He, no, he, he doesn't take he the stuff. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah, like all, all, the, all the sins em, like embody him and he ends up 
with all the powers. Yep. In his um, eye. Yeah. Which you find out in the end doesn't actually give him the power. It's the sins that give him the power. I suppose that ball thing just unleashes them from there. Yeah. It's like a yeah. I think it's just a capsule for them. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets his power and then leaves. I think he just leaves and then we cut back to Billy. Yeah. He's like, later, it's going to kill my dad and brother. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because we really, we don't see him that much in the movie. Like we see him in that scene. Yeah. And then there's a big gap and then we see him again and he kills his dad and brother. Yeah. And then there's another big gap and then we see him again. Yeah. So it's just cutting in and out of Billy and, and him, I guess, yeah. until the, the stories collide. Yeah. So after we cut back, we, we've talked about how Billy gets his powers and then. Yeah. We get the whole scene, which we've seen in the trailers as well, where they're trying to figure out what his powers are. Mm. There's a bit more to that scene, actually, because there's a part where they they meet in the night, just Freddy and, and Billy, yeah. and they, they figure out some of his, his powers. And then he, he helps this lady um, who's getting mugged, but the lady was obviously doing fine because she had pepper spray that yeah. she, she sprayed in his... In the mugger's face, and then uh, he calls her like an old lady. It's like, wait, I'm just I'm learning the same age as you. Yeah. It's like- <laughs> and that's when they start trying to come up with names for him as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That whole exchange, the whole thing with Freddie and him, I think it was done in the most real way possible. From everything from him explaining the situation to Freddie trying to explain that it is him. Yeah, um, and Freddie being really skeptical from the very start. I thought that was done really well. And even, uh, so like we find out he does steal the bullet in the end, the bullet that, that Freddy shows him when, when he's showing him his room. Um, and he drops it and he's just trying to convince Freddy and Freddy doesn't believe him until he says something. I can't remember what he says, but he's skeptical at the start. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
And I think that's really realistic because like, I remember there are many superhero movies where you sort of just come in and everyone's like, the person's like, I'm this person and they sort of believe it from the get-go. Yeah. Uh, Freddy's yeah. obviously skeptical. It's like, how do so I- using your mind powers. Mind? Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's a very like comedic, but a very real way of explaining like that's how you, you would act. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he shows him the Superman. Like, he rips open the bag and shows him the Superman bullet, right? And then he drops he it. it yeah. And then he drops it, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and then they they go to the store when they find out that they get money first, right? They get, um, yeah, that lady gives them that's right, $73. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He, he sees the, um, the altercation, and then that's when he notices he has super speed. And then they, they go to the shop and they. they firstly, that. they. There's another. This is obviously a very rough part of town. There's, yeah. there's crime going on everywhere here. So they go to this convenience store and they're gonna get some alcohol. Yeah. And uh, these two other guys come in trying to rob the rob the cash um, from from the store. Yeah. And then you, you see it in the trailer. They that's when they figure out that he's bulletproof as well. Yeah. <laughs> that part's actually really funny in the movie, though. It's so funny. It's like, yeah. how do you know the suit's not bullet? The suit's bulletproof and you're not. Shoot him in the face. <laughs> Even before that, he's like, hey, dude, do it again. Shoot me again. Yeah. <laughs> and he gives him back the gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. And then they, the, the fun part after that, which is also quite funny, is that they, they do end up getting the beer. Yeah. They have a, a sip of it and they both can't take it. They're like, this is terrible. This is vomit. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go back in and get other shit. <laughs> and then they just hang out for a bit, don't they? Yeah. In Philly. Yeah, they do. Yeah. In that scene where. The, the famous training scene of, of Rocky. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then they head back home, and that's when they figure out that he has to say Shazam to turn yeah. back into Billy. Yeah. But not before Dala finds out that, that it's him. Yeah. That it's him. They sort of glaze over that kind of thing, don't they? Like, he, he, he says his name accidentally. He turns back into Billy. Yeah. And then... And then they just go to bed. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. go to bed after that, yeah. It's like, there's a massive hole in your ceiling. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> And he just and oh. before that he'd had he'd run away from home and the foster parents don't come to check on him. Yeah, just like okay, it's like wait, we've lost electricity. That's more important. <laughs> yeah, the dad's like the foster dad's fixing him like Christmas tree bulbs. <laughs> yeah, yeah they sort of glaze over the scene, but again, like I guess they wouldn't have achieved much by by going through that entire conversation. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It would have just been him explaining something. Yeah. yeah. There's a pretty funny part where they where they ask Dala if she's good at keeping secrets and she's like, moderately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, she's not. not. <laughs> and then I guess they go, we spend some more time with them at school, I think, um, after that. There, is, is that the scene where they're talking to the security guard and they're like, they're trying to leave school, yeah. I think. And they're like, oh, our, parents are he- our parent is here to pick us up. And it's like he's. It's like he was just held up in a in a business, in, in, a, in a business meeting. In a business meeting, I think is that what he says. Business conference. <laughs> he says business. I think he says yeah. business meeting. Is it? I don't think he says meeting. I don't know what he says. It's business something. It's business yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole exchange. It was. It was really funny. Like the way that they they did it all, and the way that he turns into Shazam, comes back, and pretends to be the father, and he's still acting like a child. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, like a child. <laughs> Is it, oh, that security guard's so dumb. <laughs> moron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Detective <right>. moron. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. And the, the, just before that exchange as well, Billy and Freddie are talking. And it's like, you always look like you're up to something. And then the security guard's like, I think you're up to something. It's <laughs> such in-your-face comedy. It's done really well. Yeah, and then the, they go and start testing out his powers. So he still can't fly at that stage, but yep. obviously later in the movie he can. Yep. 
And then he starts doing some uncharacteristic stuff, which I thought uncharacteristic for Billy because mm-hmm. of he starts like doing stuff for money. I thought he'd use his powers to probably find his mother, which is his whole motivation for yeah. the whole in the whole movie. But he, yeah, he just does random stuff. Um, I guess maybe because he's still a kid, so maybe he's just like he's forgotten about his mother momentarily, and he's like, you know, I've got all these powers now, yeah, like trying to work it out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's just that's probably the only downside I have. Yeah. really, to the entire thing is just that like how he changes the mindset. But again, like you know, testing the powers is probably a scene that uh, from the trailers we saw was great. It fit in really well with the movie. The way they do it, it, it reminded me of Iron Man one like the way um tony stark goes through like levels of what like how he achieves what he does yeah and it's like the same video sort of scene um except this is much more low tech it's just a yeah. little teenage kid on his yeah. on his phone yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, with like a piece of paper yeah. <laughs> and stuff yeah yeah that's done really well you find out he's got like super strength he's obviously got super super speed super strength the um, lightning powers. yeah the lightning bullet immunity that they know already they do a bit of the fire immunity which you find out he is but like he is far immune, but they also—I'm not sure if they end up testing his his teleportation. They do that that scene where they, they want to test it, and then he ends up crossing it out and does the fire thing. I'm not sure if they actually tested the teleportation or if they just went for if he went straight for the prank. Either way, they're doing the tests and stuff, and they're trying to figure it out. It's a very like you know lighthearted way to show what what powers he's got. And then I'm trying to think of what happens next. So he's going through all the tests, and then does it cut to Mark Strong? And that's think- when the scene when. Yeah, his, I think his brother and father. I think it cuts back to Mark Strong. Yeah, um, and he—that's when he runs into a board meeting and he kills yeah. everyone there with his with his um, seven sins. Yeah, probably the first violent scene. Yeah, and that was yeah. yeah, that was probably the director's start in terms of his horror roots as yeah. well. I like the receptionist in that scene. He's pretty funny. <laughs> he doesn't do shit. The worst receptionist ever. He just lets him in. He, just, then, he doesn't do anything. He just says, "Don't go in there." But he goes in there. <laughs> he goes in there, and then he hears like shit going down in the room, and he just leaves. And then that's when the um, seven deadly sins come um, out for the first. They come out for the first time, and they also say that the wizard has selected a champion as yep. well. Oh, we we haven't mentioned when he when Billy does go to meet the wizard to get his powers. The wizard does. There is this exposition talking about like how there was a, yes. and that's when I was going to mention that you see Dwayne Johnson. He's. Yeah, it looks very much like him. Do you reckon they got him, or do you reckon they just did the CGI to look like him? I think they just did the CGI to look like him. Yeah, that, it's really interesting because it explains that he chose a champion long ago, and he was eventually corrupted. So he's still around somewhere. I guess they don't so. Say. Yeah. Um. He's obviously yeah somewhere, but he he says that that's what happened. Yeah, the fact that he doesn't say what happened to him leads me to believe that he's obviously in he's the universe somewhere. Probably somewhere, um, yeah. Comic books-wise, he gets sent, like, uh, really far away, and he ends up flying back to Earth over 5,000 years. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so back when he was champion, I can't remember what happens exactly, but from 5,000 years ago to now, he's been flying through space to get back to Earth. That's a long um, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really long time. So maybe that's where he is now. Yeah. And he's obviously he's got the same powers as Shazam. Yeah. All the same. Yeah. yeah. Just much more apt at using them. Okay. Well, the other question I had was so is Shazam just an older ver- like if if Billy Batson was to grow up to the age of Shazam, would he look like Zachary Levi? If he had a gym membership. <laughs> <laughs> Is he just like an older version of it's him? It's the best yeah, version maybe, of him. Yeah. yeah. It's the best yeah, version of him, like, in his prime, basically. That's what it's meant to be. So if they keep doing this and Billy, the the kid Billy, starts getting older, 
There will be a point where they're the same, right? So you won't really have a secret identity because it will just look like Shazam. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I don't know if they, they ever got that far. in the- uh, They did, I think. I think there was a point where he's older and he looks the same as Shazam. So it's basically just Superman then. He even yeah. has a, his civilian job as a reporter <laughs> in the comics. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. It was, like, it was so, and Dr. Savannah is meant to represent Lex Luthor, like the billionaire tycoon. Ah, uh, okay. Look after his powers. That's why it was so like such a scandal back in the day. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. There's one scene we did miss and that's Billy with his mother in the carnival. Yes. And Which is a scene you guys found funny. No, <laughs> it's, it's just it's later so, like, later in the movie when you find out when you find out why she left him. It's funny because she's yeah. just like, oh, I can just <laughs> leave him there. <laughs> yeah, and she's like two meters away from the cops, and like the Billy's right there, and it's just like it's the way it's nah. done. It's because like two seconds ago she's like calling out his name and wants to find out where he is, and then she sees him yeah, with so the cops, she's- and she's like, nah, fuck it, I'm leaving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because she says she's 17. Firstly, she doesn't look 17. No, that's what cocaine does to you, though. (laughs) (laughs) And he looks like he's... He's not like a baby. He's, he looks like he's maybe three or four years old at least, yeah, I was right? I going to say four or five. Yeah. yeah. At least so four did or five. Did she have him when he, she was 12? Yeah, that's, it didn't make sense to me. <laughs> she was 12. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. To be, to be fair to her, she said when he was born, she was 17. Okay, fair enough. Okay, okay. yeah. Okay. Jesus. Um, either way, though, like, like you, you, would argue, you could argue that at the same time that you know, why, why didn't she put him in foster care earlier? Yeah. Like, why raise him to four and then ditch him at the car? And then just ditch him, yeah. That was, yeah. Her, that was yeah. her master plan, though. She's like, <laughs> foster care, the paperwork's so hard. Let's just ditch him at a carnival. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gives her back the compass and she's like, what the fuck? Yes. I felt so bad for Billy at that moment. I was like, is he holding on to this his entire life? But I think you give a hint, though. Like, from the very start... um, you knew it was going to happen. Police officers, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the yeah. police officers, like, don't worry, she'll find you. Like, yeah, they always come they always back. Come back, and like, she then just never did. Yeah. That obviously, she doesn't want him, which is probably the saddest part of the thing. But anyways, yeah. The the other thing was the first time you see that scene, and she's trying to pop the balloons. She, I don't know. This was when I watched it. I don't know if it was exactly the same scene, exactly oh, the same take. It, it, but it was, she seemed like nicer in the first. Nah, time. that's the yeah. that's the thing. He remembers it as her being super nice. But in reality, like she was a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just my, it was just very subtle, but I, she says the same thing that she yeah. said in the first scene, but she just seemed more annoyed in the second time. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. She's a shit darts player, too. Yeah. <laughs> like hundreds of balloons and she just all <laughs> I guess that's what cocaine does to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, that scene was good, though, when he goes to see her. Um, she's obviously got another, she's not very good at selecting partners obviously because sounds like she's got another abusive yeah husband yeah not ideal and she's still struggling to make ends meet sounds yeah. like yeah but it, i think it, that's when it cuts back to billy and freddie at school and then is it uh one of the, the the two people like the two bullies or whatever start challenging him and he's like oh i, I know I'll bring Captain um, thunder or whatever yeah um He'll, he'll come to lunch tomorrow. And then they're like, oh, so and Superman will give us dessert or something. <laughs> We've got it mixed up. That's all before. And then he goes to see his mother. And then at the same time he goes to see his mother is where Dr. Savannah is at his house. And then he gets a phone call. That's at the very end, isn't it? Yeah, so it's at the very end. But in, in between all of this, Billy and Freddy have a fallout. Yeah, they have. so they have their falling out. And then he 
like does random shit and then they find out that his mother lives like two blocks away. But meanwhile, Dr. Savannah's kidnapping Freddy. Yeah, so he has that fight with Dr. Savannah where he gets owned. And that's when you get the big scene with the keyboard. Yeah, the big scene. <laughs> it's not very big, it but... <laughs> no, it's not. It was done... That entire scene was done really fast. Like, everything from the fallout to him accidentally destroying the tower on the bus to saving it. Yeah, and the then the... Appearing out of nowhere. And then the fight in the shopping centre. Yeah, yeah, everything was done really quick. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind that. Um, yeah. It was just a lot of things happening at once. I didn't mind it. There was no, like, off time. It kept it kept the pace going. Yeah. The part with the bus... The, the, it's just a thing that I found really weird. So you see people falling and hitting the glass. And the glass is shattering. Yeah. But then he catches it on the glass and the glass doesn't shatter. <laughs> yeah. And also, when he catches them, he just catches them like flat. So wouldn't that be the same as hitting the ground? Falling. Yeah. I don't know. It's really yeah. interesting. Because I thought he would have caught it on like the metal part of the yeah. bus and then he would have, you know, yeah. it would have made and sense. They walk out like. Like fine, injury, injury free. Like they were like, hurt. they fell from like the top of the bus to the bottom. Yeah, that would they would have concussions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would have thought like fractured skulls, you know, like fractured yeah. bones. But they walk out and they're like, "Thank you so much." Yeah. <laughs> they're fine. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. Freddie and him have that argument. I love the way that Freddie argues the way he does. Just like the way the way he says the what he says, it's very realistic and. You can you can kind of see where he's coming from. Well, the first time they have the fallout, I was kind of actually on Billy's side because yeah. he is kind of breaking his rules. Like he's saying, you know, you're meant to have a secret identity. You're not yeah. meant to know who you're related to and all of that. Yeah. But then he's still using him to like because he wants to get you know something on these yeah. bullies. Yeah, exactly. But then after that, obviously Billy goes a little bit too far. Yeah. And yeah, then Freddie is right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the fight scene with with Doctor Savannah, which was pretty good. Mm. Um, he gets owned obviously because mm. he hasn't quite realized how to use his powers i guess yeah at that stage and here's yeah. the thing right i actually don't know this but what are the powers of the seven deadly sins they can turn into these really ugly monsters <laughs> no i don't think they had any <laughs> particular powers they didn't yeah because like the way that the way that dr zavanna has his powers it's almost as though he's like 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 a black adam if that makes sense like he's got like lightning powers he's got light he's got the, the, the he's got everything that i think they have the same powers as shazam yeah, he he seemed to almost have the same powers as Shazam. Mm. So. It's interesting because I'm not even sure if in the comics they explain it. Um, because the, they are members, like they they do show up, yeah. but they're just like strong, like monsters. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. I mean, it's it's like I I didn't mind it. It was just I wasn't sure how strong got his powers with it. He's obviously much more apt. And then there's a scene where Freddy's just in the shopping mall shouting for Billy. <laughs> Yeah, and he shouts for a bit too long in the same spot. He's in the same spot, and he keeps shouting. Pretty much everyone's cleared out. Yeah, he's not there, man. Come on, please. Pretty much everyone's cleared out except for Dr. Savannah, who's just standing there looking at him, like, deviously. And he's like, where are you, man? Billy. Michael Jackson. Yeah. No, because he's looking at the screen, and he's just like, that's the kid. And he smiles. It takes him a good five minutes to figure it out. Yeah, well, he was there long enough for him to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a weird scene. But just before that scene, so they're running through this toy store, and obviously there's Santa. It's during Christmas, so there's Santa there as well. <laughs> it's the same Santa from the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah it is, yeah. Because yeah, cause he sees them again in the in the fair or whatever at yeah. the end, right? And then he's like, oh, shit, and he starts running away. Is this a Christmas movie? <laughs> I think it is. 
It is, yeah, because it's during Christmas. It's about family, and yeah, it's it's pretty much like Christmas. I was going to say, obviously, Batman and Superman are so popular in this universe yeah. now. They have their own action figures and stuff, and he chucks a Batman action figure at him. And he's like, get him, Batman. (laughs) (laughs) I sort of, like, it was a funny scene. I think a part of me felt really annoyed as well. I'm just like, like, he knows he has super strength and he's obviously really afraid of what's happening. And it was just like, part of me was like, oh, just punch him, you know, like, do something, you know, just stop throwing. Yeah, it was pretty much just running away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he would run away if he was just Billy. Like, he wasn't even using his powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, yeah. But it's yeah. like, he has been shot at, and he knows he's got bullet immunity. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, like, obviously, the guy's punches did hurt him, so he, he probably felt scared. But, yeah, it was very it was interesting. It was funny. Yeah, so, all that, he ends up turning back into Billy to escape from from Dr. Savannah. And then... And then his parents give him a beating when he gets home. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They take him into the room well, the, and abuse the him. Guy, the guy wants to, but the... the, the Mum's like, yeah, the boss mum's like, go easy on him. Yeah. Like, and then the dad gets out the belt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, wait, but before all this, there's a scene where he saves Mary. Oh, yeah, we missed that scene. Yeah. 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 He's obviously, like, he's going through the, the park, taking photos with everyone. Sees Mary, saves her from being run over. You find out Mary gets into Caltech. And she's just really sad about leaving her foster family. And Billy's like, fuck it, leave him. And, and she's like, no, I don't want to. And then he's a bit creepy in that, like, obviously he's his Billy, but from her point of view, it'd be pretty creepy. Yeah. But he was so obvious that she, like, figures it out yeah. later anyway. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. And then Darla's like, yes, I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you knew all this time? Yeah. And then she gets a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Dad gets the belt out again. <laughs> Fucking Darla, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the kids walk in, they figure it out, and then Billy's not even, like, surprised. Like, they're just like, you're him, and he's like, yeah, I'm him. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, he, he doesn't, doesn't even, even try to, like, deny it. He's not even surprised, they're like, oh, so you're the guy, and he's like, yeah, and then he just leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, gotta go find my mom, see you, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Says those exact words. <laughs> and then his mom's like, I don't want you And then his mom's you. like, fuck you, and he's like, shit. <laughs> and they're gone for an abnormally long time like the mom and dad so they go to look for him right and they're not hey. back till like late in the night like yeah. after dr savada's done all they this decide shit. to have yeah. date night in the middle it's like <laughs> oh fuck he's gone anyway let's go out and get some cocktails oh, you know there's a funny scene here so dr savana returns with freddie and he's like oh th- this isn't too shabby and then he's like it's fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> He changes his mind pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, like, this is quaint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, so Billy finds his mom. Mom says it, she doesn't. Um, and then she's like, but, you, but you're good. <laughs> you look good. <laughs> and then he leaves. He gets the phone call, returns home, and he sees uh, his, his family on the couch. He comes back as Shazam, and Dr. Savannah opens the door, telling him to give him the palace. Which is interesting because you could argue that he already has the powers to an extent. I think he just doesn't want anyone else to have the power so that he's the most powerful. Because he's the only one that can stop him. So if he's not there, then nothing can stop him. Did they explain why the seven deadly sins wanted it? So that no- nothing could stop him. No one could stop them? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. That's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he goes to the door. They go back to the place. This is where you see... Uh, Mr. Mind's glass thing shattered and he's no longer there. And then they run away in some pretty funny part with with all the doors. 
Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, it's weird because um, all the kids come through. They throw the batarang <laughs> at, at Mark, at, at, at Dr. Savannah, and he starts bleeding, and that's when they realize that without... He's weakened. He's weakened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is good. And then, yeah, they run away. They go through the, the door, and they find a bunch of doors everywhere, which is interesting because... So they, one, one of the doors is the three crocodiles. That one's hilarious. Yeah. The crocodiles. The crocodiles. <laughs> they're, they're just playing cards. <laughs> They play cards and then they're really pissed off when he opens the door. Yeah. Maybe they were just asking if they if he wanted to join. Yeah, it's like, you like want to come, come in. High stakes, man. <laughs> Twenty dollar buy in. Is this who's the one that opens it? Is it the? It's Eugene, and he's like, not this one. Apparently, David F. Sandberg plays all three of them. Yeah, he made a cameo as all three of them. All oh, right. He's actually a crocodile. Did you not know that? The director was just a crocodile. That explains why he's getting he a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, so the crocodile men, they're in some, a team up of villains of sorts in Shazam and yep. they team up with Mr. Mind, I think. Yeah. So there's yeah. a few different, there's a few different groups in this side of the universe, of the DC universe. One of them is the Monster Society of Evil. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Very straightforward name. <laughs> the other one. They're monsters and they're evil. Yeah. <laughs> Suicide Squad does come in as well, but there's also another one, the Science Squad, which is uh, started by Chang Su, which I'm not sure who he is exactly, but Dr. Savannah joins the Science Squad. And there's a crocodile, a crocodile man named Sobek, um, who joins as well, um, named after an, an, an ancient Egyptian deity. Anyways, yeah, so like there's a, there's a few throwbacks. Yes, to yeah. Different characters. They open a couple of other doors as well i'm not they're probably yeah. some link to something yeah. else in the dc universe but yeah yeah, yeah. i was yeah. um yeah so opening doors i'm actually not sure what that that place is called of the wizard's um lair but they end up finding a way like they end up getting back to earth in a very interesting way i think it was just um billy he just about. thinks about the uh, gentleman's club yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the doll is like oh they had glitter in there i want glitter <laughs> The Freddy comes out at the end. It's like, nice people. Yeah. <laughs> Darla's the funniest in that scene. She's like, oh, I want to meet the nice people. <laughs> I want glitter. <laughs> Which begs the question, is glitter the name of a person? Or? Yeah. No, because Freddy comes out with glitter all over his face. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So where was he? <laughs> you know. <don't. laughs> uh, and then Dr. Savannah comes afterwards. Chases him through and they end up at the He, he also comes to the Gentleman's yeah. Club. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Why was he at the Gentleman's Club? Yeah. Is that what he was thinking? He, he, spent some, he spent some time in there. He's like, oh, fuck, I've been chasing off these kids for ages. You know, I need to have some entertainment as well. It's not all work and no play makes Savannah a bad boy. <laughs> so Lust is just like, I know a place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the carnival and this is effectively the, the whole end final climax scene of the movie. Yeah. And then a bit of a twist. I guess it's a bit of a twist. Uh, with the uh, the family? Yeah, with the family. Yeah, so um, if, if you didn't, like, people who weren't aware of Shazam or comic books, Shazam family members, there's a whole captain, there's a Marvel family that comes into play. And um, he, like, shares his powers with them, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But not so much that he loses his powers. No, he's still, he still got it's everything, just... but they're yeah. good at, like, one thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so everyone's got a certain power. Freddy's um, name is Captain Marvel Jr. Ah, uh, yep, yep. And um, Mary is Mary Marvel. So they're the two most prominent recurring yeah. characters. Um, Mary actually becomes her own heroine for a long time. Um, and her goddesses are actually different to the gods of Shazam. 
I think she has like Athena, Hippocolite, like different god goddesses that draws on um, her power. But anyways, that, that's like comic book stuff. And then there's obviously Dala and Pedro who are there as well. And Eugene. And Eugene. Yeah. Eugene as well, yes. Yeah. Um, so they all have the same powers. No. They all no. have a, They all have one power. They all got unique. one of the letters. But Shazam has everything. Shazam yeah. has all okay. the letters. Yeah. 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 So Dala okay. is Mercury, the speed. Yeah. Eugene is the Zeus. Yeah, the Zeus. Pedro um, is Pedro Hercules. Is Hercules. And Mary is, uh, is... Atlas, I think. And then Freddy's... Um, Achilles. He can fly. He can fly. But yeah, he's just got the thing. So, yeah. and like I was going to say, the casting was incredible. Like, who they got. Because if you look at the, the comic book, like, the, there's a panel that was shown of, like, how they look. Yeah. And they look exactly, like, spot on. But it also shows they, they maintain their personalities. So, it's a very consistent yes. yeah. theme with what, with what Billy has as well. The thing with Mary is, because she's already, she's obviously graduating from high school. Like, yeah. she's probably, like, 17, 18. Yep. So, she's not going to change that much, right? Nah, yeah. she does. <laughs> She she gets plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, the chick that plays um Mary when she's old is in Hawaii Five O, one of my favorite shows. <laughs> just, just for the fans out there, uh, who's the guy that plays Freddy? Like the older Freddy? He's um he looks familiar. He's Adam Brody from like the OC or something. Yeah, or was it One yeah. Tree Hill? It's one of those shows. I think it's One Tree Hill. Okay. Um, Eugene is played by Ross Butler, so he's in Riverdale and in 13 Reasons 13 Why. Reasons, yeah. I don't know who Pedro is. I've never seen that guy. Don't know. He probably failed his test as well. And I don't know who Dala is as well. She looks really familiar. So the guy who played Pedro, the older Pedro, he was in G.I. Joe Retaliation. Oh, my favourite movie, yeah. And the girl who plays the older Dala is... Um, she was in... She was in Venom? Venom 2005, so not the Venom. Oh, One Missed Call, Saw 5, Anchorman 2, and Think Like a Man. Interesting. Very, um, yeah. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they end up they end up fighting all the, the sins. Billy ends up getting Envy out in a really funny way. <laughs> and Dr. Savannah effectively loses all his power. Take So he pretty much, he takes his eye out, um, or that, that ball or whatever it is. Passes the test, season is not corrupted. And yeah, that's pretty much the end of the movie, really. That's pretty they much that, it, yeah. They have the um, the reunion at the end with the foster family. He's fully integrated into the family now, does that whole before meal. Yeah, ritual thing ritual that thing they, they have, they yeah. Um, which is cool. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And then there's obviously the post credit scene. Yes. So the, pro- the first one is with Mr. Mind, which we've Mr. Mind, yeah. talked <laughs> about. So Dr. Savannah's in jail and he's crazily writing all the symbols on the walls, trying to figure out a new combination. And then Mr. Mind comes to meet him and he says, yeah. what, what did he say? He says that um, there's more than one way um, to get magic. He, to get magic, he says yeah. that, I think he says something along the lines of like, you know, humans amuse him. And he says that he can assist him with getting back, which will be good, which will be really interesting. Yes. Because Mr. Yeah. Mind is, is a very interesting villain. Um, and the second post credit scene, which is obviously the more humorous one. He's just trying to talk to a goldfish in yeah. reference to Aquaman. Yeah. We also miss the end of the movie where Superman walks in. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, not, it's not Henry Cavill. Yeah. It is actually... Zachary Levi's stunt double. Stunt yeah. double, yeah. Yeah. So they don't. They only show his sort of suit, yeah. which is the Man of Steel suit. But it's yeah. good because it, it lays way to the to the whole, like, you know, will he join the DC team? Will he join Justice League at some point? Yes. In the yeah. future. Leaves it open-ended, which is good. Do you think they tried to get Henry 
And he's like, nah. Yeah, well, there was talks that, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but he asked for too much money and they couldn't afford him. And then that's why, like, contract negotiations with him are kind of on hold as well, because he wants a bit too much money, apparently. Well, apparently he also wants a sequel to Man of Steel. He wants a sequel, but he wants creative control as well. So he wants to look at the script and, like, have... um. Not make changes, but, like, okay the script before he agrees to it and, like, have choice on casting and directors and all that kind of stuff. And they don't want to give him that. Other Easter eggs cameos. So there's a social worker that appears at the start. I think she's the one that Billy meets before he goes to the foster home. Mm. Apparently she also plays the same role in the movie Lights Out, which is also directed by David Sandberg. So it's the same social worker role. So mm. it's maybe it's the same universe as Lights Out. What else? Any anything else that you guys saw? So the 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 college that they go to is named after the the original comic company, yeah. Fawcett. Fawcett Secondary. Yeah, yeah Fawcett, Fawcett Publications. Yeah. There was obviously um, Doctor Savannah's father is played by the actor who also plays Superman's uh, Lex Luthor's father in Smallville, and it's just it's a very subtle Easter egg, but it's drawing the parallel between Doctor Savannah and Lex Luthor. And I'm trying to think about, there was, oh, yeah, this is also one with, um, they, they call, I think Freddie calls Billy in, like, or Captain Marvel. He, he calls him Captain Sparklefingers at one point. And in the Marvel universe, um, Captain Marvel or Carol Denvers is called Captain Sparkle Fists. So I think that might have been a, a subtle throw. Oh, there was also the, um, so the tiger doll. Yes. That, that comes into the movie. Um, that's actually a reference. It's a, it's a reference to the character Talky Tawny. He's got a, t- um, hees got a pet tiger. Yeah. <laughs> as you and do. Yeah, as, as you <laughs> casually do. And he can talk to it. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, the Talky Tawny is a character, is like a talking tiger that comes into the, into the universe. No, no, I think... I, I don't think the tiger talks. Only Captain, Mar- only Captain Marvel can talk to him. And they, like, understand each other. Oh, that's, that's a bit later on. In the early editions, he's like an actual character that comes to New York. Oh, okay. And yeah, and, and, and like Billy's the only one that, that trusts him. Or like everyone's afraid of him, obviously, because he's a tiger. But he ends up giving him a job. He ends up getting him a job at the museum as a curator. The tiger. Yeah, the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so he just ends up at the early, early editions, he ends up being like a, like a friend to Shazam, like just someone he, he talks to and stuff. It's like his pet tiger, basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. So it's pretty much like Paddington. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think in the in the later versions, it, he doesn't talk. He just growls. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he growls, yeah. There's also, in one of the comic books, a tiger doll plays a key part in the origin story of Black Adam. He This doll is used to hide part of the scarab necklace, which allows Black Adam to first access his powers on Return to Earth. So that's just like one story of a comic that... that, that was released back in the day. Um, so might have been a throwback um, or just a subtle, you know, Easter egg. As far as obvious Easter eggs go, that's pretty much it. There is one link. So the reason um, Mr. Mind and 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 uh, Dr. Savannah get along, um, in addition to them being like evil masterminds, is also because at some point Dr. Savannah ends up on Venus, like the planet Venus. Not entirely sure how, but he goes there and he ends up plotting his revenge against everyone who who uh, was effectively who effectively shunned him back on Earth. And Mr. Mind is a Venusian creature, so Mr. Mind originates from Venus as well. And I think at some point they meet on Venus and plot the downfall of, of Captain Marvel and everyone. We'll just quickly th- talk about potential sequels. Yes. So 
obviously in this movie itself they've established the the Shazam family so they've all got powers now yep so my thinking was that they can't simply have one villain they've kind of got to up the stakes a little bit because since all of them have powers they need to have probably more than at least at least a couple of villains um, to to fight against so Black Adam is one of the obvious choices Mm. obviously Mr. Mind which they've introduced um who else are potential villains? Well, Dr. Savannah will come back. And I'm not sure what role he'll play. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm sure he'll he'll play some part in that yeah. resurrection. There's a lot of smaller villains that don't really like, come like on and off. I don't know if they'll actually do them, though, because it's just not, not worth it. So there's... One of them is Captain Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> he, he comes a fair bit into the comics. Eh? Sobek, which is one of the crocodiles that, that takes part in um, the Monster Society of Evil. Don't know if the Seven Deadly Sins will make a reappearance. Probably not, because they've been done. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, because the problem with Shazam's villains is that there was no... There was only two or three key ones, and the rest were just on the side. Yeah. And um, every other villain was tackled by Justice League as, as a whole. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. I only know Black Adam. I, I didn't even know Dr. Savannah before this movie, but I don't know a lot about Shazam though, so it's yeah, it's, it's because none of the none of the villains made it past one or two arcs in the comics, like mm. they weren't reoccurring. They could just use like a Batman or Superman villain. Yeah, yeah, they could. Or they mm. could nerf the family in some way. Take their powers away, so it's really just Billy. But again, we'll have to see how what that looks like. So it'll be interesting. But yes, Black Adam definitely coming. You would hope so for Dwayne Johnson's sake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think his standalone movie would come first. Yeah, would they have a standalone? I don't know if they're movie? still going to do it. Yeah, I don't know if they're still going to do the standalone. I think they'll just jump straight, straight into, into the. It. Okay, yeah. I don't yeah. know if it's worth yeah, having a standalone movie. That's true. It'll be tough because it'd have to go all the way back. Yeah, back to ancient Egypt. Yeah, and Dwayne Johnson's not getting any younger either. So no, yeah, he's not because they announced this that he was probably going to be Black Adam, like. A while ago. Years ago now. Yeah, years ago. Like I think it was even before... Might have been just after Batman v Superman. Yeah. It was before yeah. they announced there was a Shazam movie, so... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you, did, did you know that Zachary Levi was in Thor The Dark World and Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, I did. In yeah. Thor Ragnarok for like three seconds. Oh, was he? Yeah. He's one of the the three warriors. Three warriors? The warriors War- three? It's three, yeah. I, I'm surprised he came back for Ragnarok. Like, he just dies, like... Literally the scene he's he's introduced in. Well, they all die, so... <laughs> yeah, they all die. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it for Shazam. So, obviously, we... Again, we really enjoyed it. Yeah. And we highly recommend you watch it. We'll jump back to the Who Am I? Mm. Yes. So, yes. let's see what you guys think. So, I'll, I'll uh, go through the clues again to mm. refresh your memory. So, I am a direct de- descendant of the artist and magician Leonardo da Vinci, and I'm also related to Nostradamus, the noted alchemist Nicholas Flamel and Ivan Falconelli, and also Lord Orion of Atlantis. I'm the daughter of a magician, and I was raised by my father in a small house in New York near the infamous Arkham Asylum. My mother seemingly died after my birth, but I eventually learned that my mother faked her death to return to a people of the mystical Homo Magi race. I became a successful stage illusionist before I discovered my true magical powers while investigating the disappearance of my father. On my quest, I asked help of various heroes, including Hawkman and Hawkgirl, Green Lantern and Atom. Eventually, I located my father in the world of Karma, where I travelled alongside magical 
duplicates of the heroes I met in my journey and I was finally reunited with my father, who was forced to stay away from me due to a spell from the evil sorceress Allura. For a while, I continued my career as a stage magician and also assisted people with my powers. I assisted the Justice League on a number of cases before being elected to full membership. As I was recruited into the Justice League, I changed my regular stage outfit to a combat costume, and I also changed my allies from being a magician to a sorceress. I am 5 feet 7 inches tall and 127 pounds in weight. I love how you added that in. (laughs) Who am I? All right. Um, do we say it at the same time? I think we both know who it is. Well, we'll go with the guest first. So, what, what did you think? All right. Um, is it Zatanna? It is Zatanna. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you think it was Zatanna? I thought it was Kang. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I, no, I did think it was Zatanna. Yeah. Yeah. You had me at five foot. <laughs> Which is the last thing he said. <laughs> yeah, the moment you said that, I was like, oh, there we it's go. It's definitely her. Yeah. That's the, uh, yeah. 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 No, no, like genuinely, like I had no clue until you said, I only pieced together the magician and the descendant of the American magician. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so the rest was just information for me. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they'll ever do this character in, in the movies. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. yeah. It'll be tough. She's in Young Justice. And she's, is she a bit of an anti hero type as well? No. She's in Justice League Dark, yeah? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 She's, yeah. So she's, she's um not an anti-hero. She's, she's a hero. Yeah. But she, she has anti-hero friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Her dad, her dad is a full member of the Justice yeah. League originally. Yeah. yeah. Zatara. She's yeah. got a lot of contacts. Yeah. She's got a lot of those, um, contacts and friends that are, not- could be, could be considered dodgy. Yeah. Like John Constantine and because I think I first saw her in Batman animated series. Okay, um, and I th- from memory, I think she was doing something dodgy in that episode. Yeah, and Batman tries to stop her, but then he finds out that she was doing something to. I think she was trying to find her father or something. So okay. she's always trying to find her dad. <laughs> yeah, bloody bastard yeah. keeps getting lost. <laughs> <laughs> she's a bit like Billy Batson, but the opposite. Like. Trying to find a dad instead of a mom. Yeah, yeah. Or like the guy in Crimes of Grindelwald. No, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Your favourite movie. <laughs> Our favourite movie of movie. last year. Oh. Okay. So that brings us to the end of the episode, but not before we ask. We usually ask the guests three questions, mm. um, but we've already asked you those questions. So yeah. um, we'll ask we'll you We'll ask you else. three other questions. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll ask you... Well, we'll ask you. I don't know if I've got three. I've you can got, ask, I've got you can two ask. other ones. So you ask, you ask <laughs> yeah, one, to have three and then I'll, I'll, I'll fill the gaps. Yeah. They won't relate to anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is more like looking. My question is more looking forward. So what what do you think will be the best comic book movie of this year? Of this year? Oh. Given that we've already seen this movie. Yeah. Oh, look, you can't go past Endgame. I yeah. Mean, I've been looking forward to that movie for like, and as everyone has, else has for the last like 10 plus years. So anticipation wise, I'm definitely looking forward to Endgame the most. Whether it will be the best. Yeah. I'm hoping it will be. And it's obviously got a lot of expectations to live up to. But yeah, I'm just going to go with Endgame. Yeah. Definitely. Like for me, um, even if it's not as good as, as Infinity War, I still think that the way that they've done everything, the way that it's led up was a difficult task and they've, they've done really well with it. So yep. for me, that's going to be the best comic book movie of 2019. I hope so too. Yeah. So what were the two questions that you had? What is your favorite 
fast food restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite. Oh, it's got a few at the moment. Um, Osmani Gomez. Yeah, I'll take Osmani Gomez right now because I've been having a lot. Or Schnitz. I've been having Schnitz a lot nowadays okay. as well. Yeah. Yeah, one of those two. All right. Another question. I should have thought about this. What is your favorite brand of underwear? <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd have to go. I'd have to go with Bonds. Bonds, okay. Oh, okay. Bonds, yeah, yeah, because um, is it for comfort? Everything, comfort, usability, like durability, everything about about durability. Bonds. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's great. You know, yeah. like especially when you're like, no, nah, because like whenever I go to the gym and I'm like, and you only wear underwear at the gym and get kicked out. But that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> when I have Bonds on, they're like, oh mate, they're like, you still get kicked out, but they they admire your they admire your underwear yeah, before like, they kick you I'm out. There for about thirty seconds early, like thirty seconds more, and then I get kicked out. <laughs> and, um, it's just it's just long enough for me to figure out what I'm going to do. You get one rep in, pretty much. Yeah. You're not a designer underwear kind of guy, like not a Tommy Hilfiger. Or a- oh no, <laughs> I've got a few Calvin Klein, which are good as well, um, but at the stage in my life. Yeah, I can't afford myself too many. I just clothes. can't justify paying that much for underwear unless you're going to wear it to the gym and nothing <laughs> else. Alone, only to the gym. <laughs> yeah, because people are going to see it then. If you had Tommy Hilfiger <laughs> underwear, you'd probably be allowed to stay in the gym, right? Exactly. I think I think they'll let you stay. Yeah. 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 Right, looks like you need to test it out, Torrent, and tell us how it goes. Yeah, I will. Uh, next episode. <laughs> I just get Alpha. You know that brand from Kmart? Yeah, Alpha. I've got the ones that have the days of the week on them. Oh, yeah. those, those are good too. Those are very yeah. nice, yeah. They're yeah. Very, very handy. Yeah. When you forget the day, you always just look at your underwear. There it is. Okay. Those are two questions I wasn't expecting. I thought you were going to go more down the line of, you know, movies, comic books, but okay. No, I, I just <laughs> want to know more about him, you know. Okay. I just want to know more about him as a person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Okay, I think that's that's it. Well, I was going to talk about some of the trailers and stuff that came out this week, but we're it's already been a pretty long episode, so we'll talk about it in the next episode. Also, we we might see you sooner than later back back on our episode. So thank you for coming on yeah, no, that's right. for for Shazam. We we wanted to get you on particularly for this one because you were very knowledgeable about the the comic books. Uh, yeah, of yeah Captain he's, he's definitely definitely my favorite guy. Yeah, it's obviously great to see him done well in, in real life. And- yeah. Hopefully we get to see where it goes on from here. And it's good to have you on for a movie that we actually like. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Definitely. Unlike last time. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I love roasting movies. Yeah, and I could talk about that POS yeah. for, for days. Yeah. <laughs> and that's actually one of our most popular episodes as well. Probably because a lot of people don't like that movie, and we did a very good job of roasting it. I think you, you were too nice. Tyrone was too nice about it. I was too nice. He, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't. You, you always. liked it. You liked it too much. Yeah. I yeah. think I think that deserved a complete. If roasting. I if I yeah. roast a movie, then it it becomes pretty brutal. <laughs> I roast I roast the movies I like. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. We'll we'll see you we'll see you next time. Mm. Hopefully for another good episode. Yeah, definitely. So if people wanted to contact us, how would they go about it? So we got a Gmail email. Yep, Gmail and email are the same thing. <laughs> in case you were wondering. <laughs> <laughs> so our gmail is cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com then we're on twitter and facebook and instagram at twitter at c recalibration and instagram and facebook at cognitive recalibration and we're on all podcasting platforms now so you can find us pretty much anywhere 
do share our podcast with people that you think might be interested and do get them to like our Facebook page because we're doing a lot of our updates through the Facebook page now. So do give us a like on our Facebook page and subscribe on your favorite podcasting service. Okay, so thanks for listening to this episode and we'll see you guys in a in another episode. Probably talking some horror movies, I think. So tune in. Sounds good. I'll tune in. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Laters. Laters. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.